Hello? Hello, is this Shane from The New Loud? This is him. Hey, this is Scott. I'm calling from The Interview Show. Hey, how's it going, man? I'm doing good. I'm calling because I'd love to do an interview with you. Cool. We'd, I'd love for you to interview me. Sweet. We're on the same page. I love it. <laughs> Welcome to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. And today I have Shane from The New Loud on the show. Hi, Shane. Hello. So now you guys have made a song that was inspired by the David Lynch show Twin Peaks. The song is called Wrapped in Plastic. So I was wondering if you could tell me a little bit about that song. Oh, the song is... Uh... We wrote it to be like a pop song because Twin Peaks very much like the show when you looked at it just kind of cursory there was a it was a very kind of normal small town atmosphere that was happening kind of like apple pie America and then when you kind of dug down deeper like things got to be really weird as as everyone knows and uh we tried to emulate that in the song a bit by like kind of cloaking this this kind of disjointed, um, kind of discordant elements of the song in basically a pop song format. So the song starts out with a really like kind of discordant like keyboard intro part, and then it leads into like me and Jesse switching off vocals, and her, all of Jesse's vocals are from the perspective of. Um, help me out here. Her name was Laura Palmer. Yeah, yeah, Laura, Laura Palmer. It escaped me. Um, yeah, all of Jesse's vocals are done from the perspective of Laura Palmer. So she, she's singing the song as if she were Laura Palmer. Hey, this is Shane from The New Loud, and you are listening to The Interview Show.
And her, all of Jesse's vocals are from the perspective of, um, help me out here. Her name was Laura Palmer. Yeah, yeah, Laura, Laura Palmer. It escaped me. Um, yeah, all of Jesse's vocals are done from the perspective of Laura Palmer. So she, she's singing the song as if she were Laura Palmer. Hey, this is Shane from The New Loud, and you are listening to The Interview Show. Okay, okay, now, I, Shane, I've got I've to call you here. You didn't know the name Laura Palmer, so is this song a crass marketing move? Oh, no, 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 no. It just, it just escaped me for a second. I had a, a brain malfunction. Cool, cool. It happens to the best of us. Now, the song's called Wrapped in Plastic, and that image where they first find her body and they roll her over and then take the plastic off her face, it's one of the most captivating images that probably anchored the whole show. So I wanted to ask you guys, when you're writing the song, how do you get into the mind of a dead icon? <clears throat> how do we get into the mind of a dead icon? Um, well, I kind of wrote it from the, the... I wrote the lyrics for... Uh, for it to be sung by Jesse, like I said, from from Laura Palmer's perspective. And when I was writing the lyrics, I was just thinking um, how, like, trapped and frustrated her character was, you know? Like, one, she couldn't remember what had happened to her because it was basically blocked out, you know? And then later in the show, like, she kind of unlocks her memories that uh, lead to you finding who the real killer is and such. But uh, to me, that was a really frustrating um, element. And so I tried to bring that out a lot. Yeah. Now, for you as a guy, like everyone, every male on the show was obsessed with her because she was beautiful. She was everything that a guy wants. So as a guy who's obviously going to be into her or into the ideal of what she represented, how hard was it for you to put that aside and get into her mind? Um, it wasn't too bad. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't too terribly into the Laura Palmer character, uh, Palmer character. Um, like, I, I mean, she's, she's the American dream or whatever, but I guess she's not my, my type when it comes down to it, you know, like, um, but, uh, so it wasn't a big deal trying to set aside any kind of, like, uh, kind of sexual attractions or anything like that to, to try to write the song from her perspective cool cool so i gotta ask shane what's your type <laughs> my type is like kind of the more uh kind of n- nerdy um bookish girl glasses darker hair i would say well you know it's funny you say that because later on in the show the actress that played laura palmer came back as her lookalike cousin who was called maddie who was the girl that you describe right 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 Yes, I remember that. <laughs> so, I mean, one could say that Laura Palmer in the show represented every man's ideal. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm giving you a hard time for no reason. It's all good. I love the song. I like the inspiration. I was wondering if you could tell me the origin story of your band in short. What do people need to know about the new Loud? Uh, the origin story is we were kicking around as a band, as like a normal rock band for a while. And then went through some lineup changes where a bunch of people had quit, like our drummer and second guitar player. And then we decided to explore a, kind of a, a, I don't know if it's a genre, but a it's kind of a time period of music that we all really enjoyed, which was like early 80s, mid 80s, post-punk, and just a lot of like the synthesizer stuff that was happening at the time. So like um, Prince, like during the Purple Rain and 
kind of 1999 years, and then, like I said, a bunch of post-punk new wave stuff like New Order, Gang of Four, stuff like that. Nice, nice. Is there anything else we need to know about the new Loud? Um, let's see. Well, we just released our LP. That's that's the the LP that the Wrapped in Plastic song is off of. It's called Measures Melt. And in about a couple weeks, we're releasing a video from that song, uh, or for from that record for another song called Get Lost. So that's that's what's coming up for us soon. And Get Lost is that inspired by the TV show Lost? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, not not all of our songs are about TV shows. Unfortunately, I'm I'm working on trying to write a song about Lost, though. That was a uh, that was one of my favorite shows of all time recently. Yeah, no, I think you guys could have a thing here. You could do that. <laughs> awesome. Hey, this is Shane from the New Loud, and you are listening to the Interview Show.
Hi, is this Loretta? Yes. Well, hello. This is Scott Wood from The Interview Show. Oh, wonderful. Nice to meet you. How are you? Nice to meet you. I'm doing great. What are you up to today? Oh, I just worked out for an hour. <laughs> and I'm about to work on some more music. So that's basically it for tonight. So in the gym, what were you doing today? Uh, cardio, abdominals, a little bit of yoga stretching. And what were you listening to while you were doing your workout? Actually, Michael Jackson. He's, he's the best for workouts. Oh, Michael Jackson, what era? Uh, just basically a little bit of everything. I love Thriller. I love Bad. I love Dangerous. Those are my three favorites. Okay, everybody out there in listener land, is n- right now they're imagining you in the gym working out. Now, which Michael Jackson song are you most likely to get busted mouthing the lyrics for? Um, <laughs> probably PYT. <laughs> that is such a happy song. Nice, nice. Going. Yeah. Okay, so you've done a cover for Stranger in Moscow. Mm-hmm. You call it a tribute. Some people might call it a cover. So can you tell me what the difference is in your mind? Well, I think the tribute, basically, what it means to me is um, Michael Jackson was my biggest inspiration. Um, somebody who inspired me for many, many years. And because of him, I didn't just want to be a singer. I wanted to be an, you know, a songwriter as well and a producer and you know, a dancer and do a lot of charity work. So it was basically a thank you to Michael Jackson for everything he's done for me. So that's what basically it means to me, a tribute. Nice. Now that song was written at the height of the controversy surrounding Michael Jackson, and a lot of critics feel that that single was ignored because of that controversy. Mm, I've related to that song. You know, it meant a lot to me uh, because of my past, because of, you know, the fact that I was uh, always felt really judged and alone. You know, so it was just a song that really meant a lot to me. I used to listen to it all the time and sometimes cry and, you know, <laughs> it was very personal. It was both things, you know, being really, you know, like being really close to that song and also, you know, a thank you to Michael. I would also love for everybody who is uh, listening to this right now, if they could join me on Facebook. Uh, my page is facebook.com forward slash XOXO Loretta, L-O-R-E-T-A, one T. And uh, you can also get a free download of Stranger in Moscow. Oh, nice, so nice. Really appreciate it.
nice. Now you are actually giving this song away to people who want to enjoy it. Yes. So can you tell them about how they can find it? Um, yes, you can find it on uh, facebook.com forward slash XOXO Loretta. You can also find it on uh, reverbnation.com XOXO Loretta. So either one of those. Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. And today I have Loretta on the line. Hello, Loretta. Hey, Scott. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. The listeners are just going to have heard Stranger in Moscow, which is your Michael Jackson cover. So as a singer, like I can only imagine when you're going to approach a song done by someone that's so big in pop culture. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you do a song like that, you have to make it your own. Um, well, basically, that song has been one of my favorites for a long time because um, the History album came out when I was already living in London and I was going to school. And it was just a time where I really missed my family. And obviously, you know, starting a career at four, um, I was kind of, you know, judged and not very accepted amongst, you know, kids and a lot of adults as well. And I was judged and I just felt really, really lonely all the time. So it was kind of a song that always connected with me. You know, I would listen to it and I'd feel like I'm not the only person feeling this way. So it was sort of a perfect song for me to sing because it meant a lot. And it was a song that actually, you know, represented true feelings. So it was just the right thing to do. Nice, nice. So you're used to doing a lot of work in other countries. Like you've lived in Spain, you've lived in Russia. You're now wanting to break into the States. What's it like approaching a new country with your songs? You know, I think every country sort of similar that way when you first start you know if you connect with the audience you're going to have a great career you know if you don't then it doesn't matter where you are it's just not going to happen so i think you know as long as you write great songs you write songs from the heart that mean something to you and then you can you know hope that people can relate to them and can relate to you you know it just sort of happens automatically i think so what's the hardest thing coming to another country and pushing your way into the pop world? I think when you first uh, start, you know, obviously I live in a city where everybody's a singer, everybody's an actress. So you just have to prove that you are for real. You know, you're a real artist, a real songwriter. Um, I think that's the hardest thing. And then once people get to hear what you're doing and how serious you are about it, you sort of stand out and people do take you seriously as an artist it's not anymore like oh it's just another wannabe you know nice nice yeah so i was reading actually that your song happily never after there was a quote you got somebody to say that it was the best power ballad that mariah carey never recorded (laughs) i didn't get them to say that they said it Well, I'm glad they said it because it's a great quote. <laughs> I know. I was shocked myself, too. Uh, but, yeah, that song is very, very personal to me. It was the first song I wrote when I moved to L.A. Uh, it was probably the most painful song I ever wrote. So, yeah, it's definitely a very special song. So now I want to take you backstage. Mariah Carey's heard about the song, and she's heard that she could have sang it but missed it. And she invades your dressing room. She's got a small dog in a purse, and she's very angry. How does the cat fight go down? <laughs> well, I wouldn't want to think that she's that way. I think she's a wonderful person. And, uh, not a, you know, she's an amazing songwriter. I don't think she would need to uh, worry about somebody else's songs. 
Uh, I, uh, there would be no cat, no cat fight. Okay, how would you calm her down? Because she's so angry. It's such a great song, and she wants it on her record. I'm sure I could write her another song that maybe could be just as good, or she could write a song that could be just as good. So I'm sure that we could collaborate. I, I think that would be the best thing. There you go, Loretta. You're so positive. <laughs> I like it. I try to be. <laughs> Great, great. Well, is there anything else that you want to say about Happily Never After? Because that's the song that I'm going to end with today. Oh, my God. Um, well, I just hope that you can basically relate to it because I put my heart and soul into it. Um, it was a live recording. And, uh, yeah, it means a lot to me. And I think it could mean a lot to a lot of other people that came out of some painful relationships. So enjoy it. Hi, this is Loretta, and um, I would love it if you could join me on facebook.com forward slash XOXO Loretta, and you're listening to the interview show. Hey, this is Scott Wood. I'm the host of the interview show, and I've just got to let you know this is a special live version of Loretta's song, Happily Never After. I don't wish you back. 